Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Paul Wolfer with Century 21. How's it going, Paul? It's going awesome. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Okay, so let's get started out. Um, Let's go back way back when. We need to go back to when you were like really little. Did you want to be an agent? Uh, well, um, it's kind of hard to say my family's in real estate. So okay. or my stepfather. So we have, we have the two brokerages. So it was, I wanted to, but my dad said, no, I don't want you to do that. That's not going to be a path that you pursue. Yeah. So, so you grew up with it around you. So that's, yeah. 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 My grandfather, grandfather started the business. My mother is an agent. My dad's an agent. Um, I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. So you wanted to be an agent when you grew up. So this is a good one. Um, so uh, let's see. So when did you start? When did you go to your first uh, listing appointment? When you were, because you probably went with one, with somebody else. When were you? Uh, were you like five? <laughs> no, no. But it's funny. So one of the first the first listing appointment that I actually went on was with my mom, and um, I didn't understand why. I was helping with all of this stuff. I wasn't going to get paid for it. So I'm like, isn't this like my listing? She's like, no, this is not like, there's a lot more that's going to go into it aside from me getting these documents signed. Before we were sending out a ton of DocuSign stuff and things like that, that she had physical copies of all the documents and we're meeting with the sellers and we just got, I, I do things a little bit different now. Um, but I just, I could not wrap my brain around, like, I thought, like, I should be paid hourly, like, some sort of compensation should be coming my way for all of this time that I had invested right? yeah. in this transaction. But, like, I didn't do anything, so I didn't deserve it. How old were you when that happened? Um, that was uh, at the beginning, like, when we, when I first jumped into real estate. So okay. that was seven eight years ago or something okay. like that like i think that's how long i've been there nice sure. nice so I know these numbers i don't know these i'm not a numbers <laughs> guy You'll do, if you ask me any questions about numbers i don't know them <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll ask you all the number questions then right <laughs> great <laughs> yeah so great. so you sounds, sounds like a good plan so how old were you when you got your license or i guess it was it was it like seven well, years ago seven, you said i guess we should ago, we so should I'm, we I'm shouldn't 30, go over the age <laughs> I think I just turned 39, 38, 39, man. See, numbers. How old are you currently? I, I just turned 30, 39, 39. Isn't that funny I'm, how like, that I number, like, like milestone? Yeah. As they, know, I rem- I rem- when I was 21, I remember that. When I was 19, I remember that. Yep. And then there's all these other ones <laughs> that just sort of blend together. Yeah. Well, so, so um, seven years ago. So sweet. Yeah, That's exciting. Seven years ago, so you said your dad, he didn't want you know. to is follow. It, is it exciting? <laughs> <laughs> he did not want me to get involved in real estate. What did he want you to do? I'm pulling out my sleeves here. Um, he wanted me, I was in marketing before. So I was doing marketing uh, for, let's see, does that have another one? Doesn't. What? Um, <laughs> I was doing marketing for a medical company. So I was making advertisements for them. And he wanted me to just sort of stick with that because it was nice and stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you had a, a predictable income. You know, there was no like fluctuations in money. Um, so he liked that idea for me. Um, okay. 
but but things change. So, yeah, so. yeah. The marketing that kind of ties into real estate, though. Did you find that helpful that you started out with the marketing? Yeah. So what happened for me was, I, so I was doing the marketing for the medical company, mm-hmm. and um, they said that they were they would transition me into sales. So I was okay. going to become a salesperson. And but he said you're not going to be able to. You couldn't. You can't be a salesperson and wear like Chuck Taylors and jeans and stuff like that's not a thing. I'm like, all right. And um, <laughs> then he decided to take away my commission for the advertisements I was making. So they were paying me a commission on the business that was coming in for the ads. Mm-hmm. So he said, I'm taking away the commission and you're no longer eligible for a sales position. So I was like, I am going to get my real estate license. So that's what I did. And then I just started making all my own ads for myself. So I started making my own Facebook ads and my own Google stuff. And like, I was like, I'm going to put this to work for myself. And so it was a lot of like Craigslist stuff. And at that time, like that worked, you know, like you could post, you know, get a list of homes for free. And people were like, holy crap, this is amazing. (laughs) I don't have to pay for it. So I was like, what? It's free? Like, yeah, it's also on Zillow. So, um, so I would, I would do that. And then, um, I was sitting at my desk at that job and I was texting people back like, Hey, you know, I'm really busy today. I can't show you any houses until after five. Um, and then I think the first closing I went to was my like 17th or 18th transaction. So like I was having other people go to, I was having my mom go to closings because mm-hmm. I couldn't be there. It was, a, it was different. It was yeah. Very different. Yeah. yeah. How long was that period between like you getting your license to when you kind of switched to kind of doing it full time? How long did you work at the doing the marketing stuff and have your license? Oh, oh wait, that's a numbers game again. <laughs> it isn't. It is a numbers question. And it, what's crazy is it felt like forever, but it really wasn't. It was like, you know, it was less than a year, but it, it felt because mm-hmm. it, as anyone watching this and anybody is a real estate agent, you know, like it, um, when you're first starting out, um, you, you're showing houses, you're showing houses, you're doing a lot of like buyer agent type work and nothing, it, it's not immediate gratification. You don't just like show a house and then you get a paycheck for going to show that house. It's, you know, you're showing a bunch of homes and then somebody could say, we decided to move to Kentucky. And like, oh, it's great. Like, <laughs> you know, it's fantastic for you. But like, there goes, you know, a, a bunch of my life out the window. So yeah. it's just a weird thing so when I was first starting out it felt like forever I remember my wife saying like you are working nonstop because I would I'd go to work at the medical company I'd be there from you know seven or eight in the morning until whenever that's another number Um, (laughs) and then I'd get off and then I would go and show houses so I I was never home like it was it was crazy so it felt like forever um but I I felt like like I I could see the light at the end of the tunnel like I knew you know I saw the the top agent in our office at the time and she was making you know a few hundred thousand dollars a year and I'm like wow like that's like I know that it's possible mm-hmm. so like I'm just going to keep doing this because I mean like I feel like I have the, the right intention so like my intention was to help a lot of people and I was like I'm just going to keep doing it yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I know you do. I know like a lot of your YouTube videos. I mean, those definitely help out a lot of people. There's a, there's a lot of such good information you're doing on there. That's so helpful. Did you, were you I didn't see when you started those, but were you, did you start those so, videos back when you were at the beginning or did you just kind of start doing them? So if you, if you do any sort of YouTube reconnaissance on me, I, um, 
I recently like opened back up my 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 original like OG YouTube <laughs> video that I started when I first started real estate. I was like wearing a you know, suit jacket and I'm like, yeah, you know, like I've got all the answers. Um, and those didn't do too well because really I didn't understand YouTube. I didn't understand the YouTube algorithm. Um, I didn't understand keyword research and everything like that. I was just like blindly like people are gonna love this, and I was pumping out like a, a few videos and then I, I did a, a couple videos here and there where I really got into it was at the beginning of quarantine I was like I've got time on my hands mm-hmm. like I, so I when when I get something I like geek out about it and go sort of all in so I researched everything from like set set up to you know like how to design thumbnails and like click-through ratios and keywords and like what people are looking for and like so and then I built this whole tier system on like how people would initially find my videos and then how they'd trickle in through each one um so that just started so those videos like the good ones yeah uh, those are those are recent um the, the old ones were just sort of blind shots in the dark um with no real I, and I opened them up and people watch them now and now my channel's monetized. So like, I can get like a sense for them. So. Yeah. They can, they can watch them all they want now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep them on loop. Yeah. Them. yeah. Keep them care. going, play them all night long. Yeah. Just, That's just lame them in bed, leave the phone upside down. I just kidding. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, it's so weird to like look back on those. Cause I have like a clean shaved face. Like it's not. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Once you yeah. figure out how those work, it's like, then it really helps. Cause I've been actually looking into a lot, like, cause we're going to do some more, like that we're thinking of kind of doing that same thing. And I've kind of been studying that same thing to figure out how to pretty much get everything to work. <laughs> you know, uh, one of, one of the best, I don't know if you're into, I love audiobooks. So I, whenever I'm driving, I drive a lot. Yeah. So I like to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. Mm-hmm. but one of my favorite um, books for this type of thing is they ask you answer. It's an amazing, I mean, yeah, write it down. Um, it is, <laughs> it, it's all about content marketing. So it's, it's going against what you would, that you should actually create as far as content goes. And by answering all the questions that you yeah. wouldn't even think that people would have. Yeah. So like for you guys, it'd be, you know, like you teach people, like teach real estate agents how to take your own pictures Yeah. and then they'll end up just hiring. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like that, that's the, yep. that's the avenue that this book takes, mm-hmm. um, is like break down every single part of the process. And then once they get into it, they're like, screw this. I'm not going to do this. I mean, like <laughs> I tried to be a video editor a while, like I'm watching all sorts of videos on yep. video editing. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to hire the best video editor I can find because I don't want to do it. Yep. Like, yeah. I am not, like, this is not my jam. This is not my deal. So, um, i I hired an amazing video editor. He edits for channels that have millions of subscribers. So now every real estate agent's keep asking me like, who is he? I can't give you that. Like, I'll help you with a lot of things, but like, I don't want to take his time away from me. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. He's got to do that sources. for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So oh. besides videos, what kind of other marketing do you do? Or how, when you started out, what did you do and what do you do now? Cause I'm sure that's changed over the so, years. Like, well, in the beginning, it was a lot of it was it was a lot of like quick Craigslist posting. Mm-hmm. So I would take like an office listing. I would say like whatever you know, get more information here. Um, 
<clears throat> then I got really into Facebook marketing. So Facebook marketing like consumed my brain. Um, and I really liked that I had the ability to hone in on um, individual neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So I could, um, I went after a lot of neighborhoods and, and certain areas and I can't do that anymore. I mean, if, if you guys are doing any yep. marketing, you know, you, you, you could, yep. and now you can't. Um, you mean you can't, after high you can't, dollar, uh, um, you can't target that 15, you what? can't target that neighborhood in a 15 mile range, 15 mile <laughs> radius, 15 mile radius, anyone 18 and up. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Like, like that's, that's a whole lot to process, you know, and you, you try to niche down as much as you can in the actual ads. So you can call out your target audience, which only works to like some degree because in the beginning, I realized that a lot of my conversations were happening with the significant other. So it was happening with the wife, like nine times out of 10, I would, I'd have the couple contact me and then it would be like, talk to my wife, talk to my girlfriend, whatever. So then I started targeting the girlfriend, targeting the wife. Mm -hmm. And that was amazing for me and for business. And and Facebook, no, can't do that anymore. Like that's yep. not allowed. Now you have to target. You have to target their kids. Yep. Eighteen-year-old kids who live there, they have to look at your ads too. So, um, I've always, I mean, like you guys can be talking about this stuff. I, I, I love this stuff. Um, <laughs> but I always tried to. I always what? I said I love this what stuff. This is my favorite part. Marketing is like my favorite part of the whole thing. Um, the. Uh, my whole thing was always, I wanted to run my business as lean as possible. And I always told other agents that like, I, I'd rather, I, I have friends that are agents who spend thousands on Zillow every month. Um, and then, and they also, they have high, they have high numbers, but they're, they're not run, to me, they're not running lean. So they have a ton of money going out. Um, they have a ton of, ton of time invested in all leads where, um, I'm not like, I would rather be super targeted, super lean. And then I, I got really big into automation. So like automating uh, text follow-up and everything, whenever my leads would come in. Mm -hmm. And then I worked with Commissions Inc, who's a, a big company and I helped them uh, write a lot of the scripts for automated lead response. I didn't get paid for that. So that, they flew me in a few times and <laughs> a lot of the stuff that they use is, my old stuff. So, I mean, that, that worked really well for me for a while, but that can only work for so long. Like right. every, now everyone's using it. So it doesn't really, so Zillow or not Zillow. I, I didn't, I never really, I, I pay just off on Zillow. And this is like a little uh, Zillow hack. You can pay like the bare minimum. Like I pay like $18 a month. Wow, that's have, really like, good. Some obscure section of uh, Southfield, Michigan. So I have a small chunk of Southfield, Michigan, just so that I can have premier agent status, so that I could run coming soon. Okay. Because I like that, and been the thing that I've been doing for a long time. But I like spending a bunch of money on Zillow or Realtor.com or any of those sites like that. To me, is running lean when I know that I could have mass quantity leads coming in and just work them quickly and efficient. Yeah. And they're actually like, so, yeah. And they're actually like yours instead of trying to spread them out between a bunch of people um, where it's yes, just like, yeah, yeah, they can just keep coming back to my content on YouTube. It's like, I'm right here. <laughs> well, the YouTube thing. So YouTube thing is a totally different animal. And oh yeah. 
it's um, the people who come in from YouTube are unlike any other um, lead source I've ever had. They they consume all of my content and then they contact me and they're just like, you're my guy. You're like, ready to go. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone else. Mm-hmm. You're my person. And so it's a, it's a definite mind shift. It's, it's just, it's weird. I yeah. mean, I love it. It's yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, I mean, and because they, they already know my personality, like there's no yeah. surprises. Like when I pop out looking like this, like, they don't expect a guy in a suit to go and show them homes. So it it works out well. So I I love YouTube. YouTube is my favorite. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Back to the suit. When did you stop wearing it? You said you were wearing a suit in the beginning for your videos. When did that transition? <laughs> so I I remember I remember pulling up to a house. Um, it was $40,000, I'll repeat this, it was $40,000 home in mm-hmm. Oak Park, Wisconsin, Oak Park, $40,000, seven years ago. And I'm walking to this house in this full-on suit and hard bottom dress shoes. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I look way overdressed for this situation. And from that point on, um, I started fading out the suit. Like I would wear it to closings because I heard okay. somebody make a comment like, look at this guy showing up to a closing in jeans. Like this was another agent saying it about another agent. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be that guy. And I'm like, no, I'm definitely <laughs> that guy. Like I'm 1,000% that guy. Because like I feel like if you, if you do your job really well, if you really help your buyers or sellers, like they don't care. Yeah. Like, I know that there are a lot of agents out there that will – fight me about this and they'll say like you know you're you know the way you look your first impression my first impression a lot of times is on youtube so they know what they're getting into yeah <laughs> they know even when you even when they see me because a lot of I, something we totally skipped and we can get back to is a lot of my business comes from and has come from instagram and instagram stories okay so that has been a huge source um of sphere business but like people know like they know who I am so like there's no like if I was walking around in a t-shirt and then I showed up in a full suit like, like, like who are you like, <laughs> uh, not match so, but, so but your, um your Instagram story from today has you wearing jeans why are you wearing a suit now yeah right like it changed real quick <laughs> um I, I'm a firm I don't know who said it I don't, like, I don't know if it's Noah Berger 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 um one of an author said your vibe attracts your trust so um, I, I figured out pretty quickly that the people that I was attracting through just like being me were, were people who I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you don't like me, like, I don't, probably don't want to work with you. like, I don't care what kind of money it is. Like I, it's not worth it to me to be unhappy, yeah. like working with somebody just, they want me in a suit. Like I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't feel like myself. I can't be self like, that's, yeah. like you can't, you couldn't pay me enough. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's awesome. So I don't know. I, that's a numbers thing. I don't know when I stopped wearing a suit. Not very long into my career that I, I sort of try to phase it out. I wear it to like awards. You know, like I'll wear it because it's kind of like yep. you have to. Yeah. Um, or I do that. I don't wear it to closings. Or the casual look is so clothing. genuine. It I shows don't. shows you. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay. I, I agree 100%. What was some kind of advice that you got, like, when you started out that uh, it might be wear your suit, but uh, what was some <laughs> advice you got way back when you started that kind of stuck with you that uh, may or may not be still using? That I may or may not be asleep. Yeah, was there any advice from your family when you first started out that they used and they were like, okay, well, if you do this, maybe this will help you? Or was it just don't go to real well, estate? I think, <laughs> I, I think one of the, so there's a few bits of advice that, um, that I would hear, but it didn't make sense in the beginning. So okay. um, I remember agents telling me, these are like old timey agents, telling me that, um, I don't know how they worded it, but basically like be nice to the other agent, right? Mm -hmm. So there it's, yes, you need to work for your client. You have to work really hard for your client, make sure that everything's smoothly. Um, but then, so like be nice to the, uh, the person on the other side of the transaction because, and I didn't understand that at the time. Like it, it was like, I'll, I wasn't like combative or anything, but like, I really wanted to like, I, I'd fire off emails if I was angry about something back to the other agent. I was kind of a jerk a few times. I feel really bad. Um, but now I understand it because as a new agent, um, you don't want to get the reputation. Like you're the jerk to work with, the know-it-all, you know, hotshot jerk. Like you, you want, especially in these multiple offer situations, like you want to be the agent and people are like, he's trustworthy, he's a good guy. Like he's not going to like come back after the inspection with like a giant, you know, CVS receipt full of like repair requests, like you to be like a, just a, a, a nice person to everyone throughout. So I think that that's something that I, I sort of overlooked in the very beginning. Like I just, it, like I said, I, it didn't make sense. I'm mm -hmm. like, shouldn't I just be fighting for my clients all the time? They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the like, turning point for that advice to make sense? Um, I had a, I had a deal, uh, a second deal with, um, with an agent who was terrible. Yeah. You know, like who, like I knew was a terrible human. Um, and I was explaining it to my sellers. I was like, well, this guy, not a good guy. Like I know, I know what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. I know he's going to get this offer accepted here. He's going to have his inspection. He's going to like blow a gasket and he's going to come in like 20, $30,000. Like I knew I could see that happening. And so I said, you know, we could go with this offer, but like, this is, and I'm like, oh, like light bulb yeah. went off. I'm like, I that's get it. That's what they like, meant. Yeah. I, I stand like, that's what they meant. Yeah. Like, you know, if you just treat everyone fairly um, and everything will be all right. So I get it now. So yeah. that, that would be, that would be one of the, the best pieces of advice, I think. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, what about advice that you would give out to a new agent? Would you give out that same advice or would you throw in, I know with the pandemic, things have kind of shifted with real estate a little bit. So what advice would you give to a new agent today? Uh, to new, it's so hard. Like, I see all the information that's out there for new agents. Mm -hmm. So like I see what's being like to new agents and there's a lot of agents, like I've never cold called, I've done any cold call in my career. Okay. But there's some agents who like, that's their life. Like they, they will call neighborhoods and they'll call for sale by owners and they'll call expired listings. And like, 
that's never been my thing. But to so I see agents being taught like that's how you get business. And yeah, like that's a way to get business. Mm-hmm. And then I see agents that like say like you have to spend a bunch of money on like Zillow or whatever. Yeah, like that works too. And then you can sort of you can invest your time in like knowledge. So like that's sort of like the way I've approached things, like learning more and more and more. Yeah. And like you have to you have to pick your lane, like figure out like what's going to work for you. Um, so it's, it's difficult because I see agents coming into the business and they think that business is just going to be handed to them, mm-hmm. like with no strings attached, which like, it might be out there a little bit, but it's, that's pretty rare. But I think that as an agent, you have to figure out what you're comfortable doing. Like, are you, are you okay with going around a neighborhood and door knocking? Like that probably isn't okay with COVID, right? You can call everybody, but like, then you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> person who calls everybody like yep I don't know. <laughs> yep yeah. so i think so, that i think that you should i i i think that agents should focus on what they're strong at like yeah. what they're strong suits so are you have to like take a like sit down like for me i know that numbers are not my thing right yep. like we just have it. <laughs> i'm not good with numbers i'm also not good with paperwork okay. so i'm a, right over like right at my i think i was at like three or four million in sales versus year. And I was like, I need to hire somebody to pay for it because it's terrible. Like I, I'm not good with paperwork done. So that was one of the first that I, I tell everybody, as soon as you can outsource the things that you're not good at. Like I tried to take my own photos. Like I have, like I have, I have, see that? Yeah. I, I bought that <laughs> camera and that whole setup there, which I don't use for video, I use this one. Um, with a wide angle lens and like I've got some gear. I tried to take photos for a while. And I'm like, this is not my thing. Like, I'm not good. Like I can make the ads. I can do a lot of stuff, but like, I'm not going to spend any more time. Like, cause that would just consume me. Cause we've established this. Like I get like really into whatever yep. I'm going to do. So, so I'd say, figure out what you're not good at. Outsource it as soon as possible. Yeah. Get it off your plate so you can focus on what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Yep. So true though. So true. Yeah. So when you first started out, um, I know you have a lot of family. Was there like a transaction in the beginning or over time that was like really stuck out to you? Like the most memorable, it can be good or bad. Is there any one that really just stuck out to you? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It was, it did involve numbers. You would think that there would be. <laughs> I remember having a, I, well, I did. So like the weirdest thing I had, there was a swamp behind the property. So like back to, to the swamp. Yeah. The train track. To the swamp. Okay. And like, I, I was like, this, like I saw the house on paper. Like I was like, this is amazing. Like this is the deal. Like I'm so excited. And I pull up to the house. I'm like, you're kidding me. Like it's that swamp. <laughs> And it has train track. The neighbors talking about how the dog drowned in the in the swamp. Like, oh, oh no! Like how no one's ever gonna buy this. Did that Somebody family did. buy that house? Were the were the neighbors talking? Well, about I was that? I was listing it. So okay. Oh, I was the listing agent. I pulled up to it like excited because it was you know this big neighborhood looked fantastic. And I get there like and then I'm like crap. I didn't really like look at like the satellite imagery of mm-hmm. the home. I'm like never again. So like now. Every time I, I 
somebody contacts me about listing, I'm looking up every bit of the home. Because if they're like, yeah. it's on a real lot. I'm like, yeah, but is it on a really big lot with a swamp and a train track? Do you do the like, drive-by? That sucks. <laughs> Some, a, lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times it is just satellite imagery. But mm-hmm. I just look there first and then we have a conversation about the house. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay, so what uh, what are some of your goals in the next uh, five years? Is it like keep building your YouTube channel, or what? What other kind of big goals you got? Um, well, like as a sales goal, a sales twenty three million plus yearly. So like that's I don't know why twenty three million. Like it's I keep whenever I set these goals, I end up bottom. So it's like all right, well, let's go higher this time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And sales goal twenty three million plus yearly. I'm gonna do that. Figure it out. Um, <laughs> and then, as far as the like the YouTube channel thing, I want to continue to grow that. I don't have like a a number in mind. I just I keep because the monetization of YouTube is not really my end goal for that channel because like it's already it's generated millions in sales for me like directly millions and it's only been a few months so i know that monetarily it can more money than a, yeah. a highly watched youtube channel would so i don't really have any number goals <laughs> back to those numbers um, i don't have any number goals for that um i just want to do more business um i think that's gonna happen i know it's gonna happen just, oh yeah. yeah. Especially if it's already worked right now. And you said in the last couple of months that, uh, it's been working out. So, you know, it's going to just keep going. So that the, works out. the interesting thing about, and I'll, and I'll probably have to bring somebody on to help me work with some of the buyers. And like, that's something yeah. I never wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to have, um, any sort of buyer agent or anything because the, the number one century 21 agent in the state of Michigan is Nancy Robinson. She's based out of uh, Royal Oak or Northville now. Um, but she, she makes around like 900,000 a year, like 900 ish thousand dollars a year in gross commission. Um, and it's just her, like, it's not a team. Like uh, you know, most agents at that level have a giant team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, well, she can do it. I can do it. Um, <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like it's something that might sort of need to happen because these videos I've made because they're so spread out if you look at the different areas mm-hmm. it's hard to divide like it's hard to split my time between all the areas 12 different cities right yeah you know? yeah yeah I mean and that's that's it's starting to become overwhelming like the, the I'm pointing at my phone here it's starting to get overwhelming at the the number of places people want me to go and look mm-hmm. so at all at the same time like everybody's interested in like all sorts of different areas. Like, yeah. yeah. You're gonna have to hurry up and get them on there and then start branding them. I was just gonna say, speaking of being kind of overwhelmed, you're a parent now too. So how do you balance the work, the home life and work with so much going on? I have a 14 year old. Okay. I have a 10 year old. Okay. And now zero year old right so, um <laughs> yeah a lot going on it yeah yeah um so it's just always been sort of a you know like a 
a balanced thing. Like I, I, I work from home as much as possible. So around, and now with COVID, the kids are home. So it's yeah. like, we see each other too much. Do they go to the, like, to no the listings with there. you at all? No, no. no. Well, that's years ago. Years ago, they would come to like a few showings and everything. Mm-hmm. Most most of our buyers are cool with that. Like, but with COVID and everything, right? Really, I'm not bringing them anywhere. Right. But I, that definitely has happened where they've come along to, you know, inspections or buyer mm-hmm. you know, just showings or whatever, and they liked it. Now, like the 14 year old, he didn't want to do anything with me. Like he, <laughs> he stays in, up in his room, doesn't talk to me. Yeah. He, he thinks it's cool. I'm on YouTube though, so that's something you got something going for you (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome though yeah that's awesome (laughs) i'm sure you got a lot more um well we got we got one more question for you taylor all right all right you ready for it it's a numbers question are you sure no i don't know (laughs) then no no i'm not i'm i'm telling you right now (laughs) do you think a hot dog is a sandwich I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. So wheat. Yeah. Why? I, you know, and I and I have you know, and I can because a hot dog bun is basically like a little sub bun, right? And yeah. Like, and if you can call a, a sub a sandwich, then why why shouldn't the tube meat be? <laughs> you know. Right. I, I think it's it's yep. a sandwich. Okay. We don't have a sandwich. we don't have the answer. We just like to see everyone's opinion on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So is there anything else? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share with everyone that's listening before we go? No, I, no. If you have any questions. So we, how can yeah. they get a hold of you and how can they, uh, uh, where can they find you? How can they find you on YouTube? You can just search my name, um, Paul Wolfert. You can search youtube.com slash Paul Wolfert or youtube.com slash moving on my moving on my.com. You their Facebook dot com slash moving mi like anything moving mi you <laughs> like I own it awesome hello hello are hello? you there are you there are you there hey guys we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here if you guys wanted to subscribe that would be awesome that would mean a lot to us and if you guys could give us a five star review as well that would be amazing and we'll see you on the next one see ya.